If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi guys, it's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through, Through Queen. Queen. This is episode 82. Yeah! Yes! Yo! Hi Brendan. I was really thrown off by the high guys instead of hi everyone. I know, just thought I'd try something out for the holidays. But like, it's funny because the hi everyone, the reference is actually from the H&M for the holidays, Gaga and Tony Exactly, I'm feeling the spirit. Okay. In case you guys have never seen this before, Run Don't Walk, it's probably still up on YouTube. There's a video of Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga wearing the biggest wig you've ever seen her in, promoting their H&M holiday collection. Yeah. So it's it's the season. Get on your feet. It's Get holidays. on your feet, and then while you're on YouTube, check out the Gaga and Tony Barnes and Noble commercial. Mm-hmm. It's just the way to kick off the holidays. Yeah. Uh, when do you and your roommates get your Christmas tree? I think we were talking about Sunday. Mm-hmm. Like nice little top cherry on top of the thanksgiving weekend yeah and like go into the new week with a tree up see i just get nervous about getting it too early because the tree needs to be 
thriving on New Year's Eve during our party. And last year it was not thriving on New Year's Eve. Did you water it enough? Yeah, I think so. Maybe it's because you get you tend to get a, like a smaller tree, so it dries through easier. I don't know, but it's just like it's a concern of mine. But um, shout out to the person on Twitter whose name I don't know who came up with the most brilliant idea and did <sighs> a housewives ranking on their Christmas tree. All of the housewives, I think, of all time. Yeah, and I think including some of the like non-canon ones, like, like DC. I feel like, like no, DC's canon. Okay. A, um, a Melbourne. Like a Melbourne. A Gina Liano. I think I saw some of them peppered in, and I think Dan <laughs> might steal that idea. It requires a lot of effort. <clears throat> I know, but like you baked all those things that one year. I know. I used the, the I baked snowflake ornaments, and they were good for a few years, but then like the years have damaged them. So you need something new. I need something new. Yeah. And this is the the perfect idea. I mean, we're going into a long weekend. You have plenty of time. Get you to a color printer. A Michaels. <laughs> I hate Michaels. Okay. Um, what else is new? Not much. I saw you this weekend. Yeah, we played some games. Yeah. Well, Mario Kart. Yeah. Uh, but did you watch the AMAs? Sort of. Mm. I had to for work, but like nothing was keeping my attention. Okay. Except when um, Pink was on a building. Okay, well, let's start a little earlier than that. Uh. Did you see Leah Michelle on the red carpet? Yes, I did. This was with Brad Gresky. Definitely a highlight of the evening, mm-hmm. pre-show event. I don't I don't even understand like who thought up this whole idea. Well, they probably like had some producers think up like who's some like reliable people that we can get some content for uh-huh. that we can run during the pre-show we know that they're obligated to come see us i think because leah michelle was with brad goreski and he's was an e-employee and probably still is under some sort of contract so like that's all related yeah and leah is is on on an abc an abc show an abc show yeah but this was the e yeah i think she was like out doing the red carpet to promote yeah, the did ABC she like, sing during this during the AMAs? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Oh. But anyway, what we're teasing right now is Brad and Leah were talking about like what she's watching on TV or something, and then Brad introed a video call. Well, the person recording. off off camera introed it. Brad wasn't oh, okay, working. Oh, okay, okay. I don't think Brad was like doing the red carpet. Oh, coverage. okay, okay. He was just he was dressing her. Leah. Oh, I see, he was like I see. doing his stylist duties. Okay. So anyway, Ramona Singer recorded this video, like, praising Leah Michelle, mm-hmm. And Leah Michelle was, like, shaking on the red carpet watching this video. She was like, hey, Leah, it's my birthday. <laughs> maybe know. you can, since you have a beautiful voice, maybe you can sing me a birthday song. A birthday song. Like, and then of the, of the, the next time in your New York, come film with the housewives. That was very interesting. Her requesting... Leah to film. So, Leah, you better get yourself to New York. I'm actually going to keep a special... I'm going to follow Leah Michelle on Instagram and see if she makes her way to New York. And if she's in New York, I'm going to start DMing her to get the to Ramona. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. And let's see how quickly I'm blocked. Sure. Um, so, that was obviously very exciting. They kicked off the show with a much-hyped Pink and Kelly Clarkson duet. Mm-hmm. Were you thanks living for this or no? The only thing of interest to me, I because 
we're all selfish individuals and you have to center it around yourself. Mm-hmm. I've stayed in that hotel. That she was, that pink was scaling. But that was later on in the show. Oh, then I don't know what this, what you're talking they about. They did, so who introed it? It was, I think Jamie Foxx introed like, this is a year where a lot is going on. And like, I think he's like referencing natural disasters. But all, I don't, like it was really a generic like, Thing. Well, his then, relationship with Katie Holmes first went public this year, so yeah, that's going on. Maybe too. it's that. <laughs> but then, so then Kelly and Pink saying everybody hurts. Oh, I think we hadn't turned it on yet, or mm, something. Okay, okay. Because I was in a, I was in the middle of a thanks Friendsgiving situation yeah. at my apartment, but I like had to turn it on to watch. So that's interesting. I like that song. Everybody does hurt. I know, but it was just like built up so much that. Like, it wasn't what I was looking for from the two of them. Okay. Yeah. However, the night quickly took a turn for the better when Demi Lovato had her iconic performance of Sorry Not Sorry. Iconic. You really think it was iconic? Yes. It started with her sitting stone cold face face in the audience next to her guest. Dana Carome, who was just... um, who's a Virginia state delegate. Uh, so like Danica was very excited that this performance was starting and <laughs> Demi's just sitting there without an expression on her face. And then on the screen is like all the stuff about Demi being bullied online. And then Demi takes it to the stage, like walking up from her seat. And it was just, I love sorry, not sorry in 2017. It's one of my songs of the year. That's a okay song. I would put it like below. A lot of things I like. I feel like we played that song Saturday night and you were feeling it. And the room was feeling it as well. I don't know. You made a lot of choices in that media session okay. Saturday night. <laughs> um, so you're not here for Demi? No, I like... I don't care. Okay. The only thing that I like about her is when she was in the comments of Stalker Sarah's Instagram. Oh yeah, get away from her. Get away from her. No, stay away from her, get a job. And also like the putting up things where you've been bullied. Gaga did that at the 2013... VMAs. But did Gaga do a Photoshop of herself as well in the bullying? Demi took it to the next level. Okay. Uh, Last but not least, this household was very excited for it. And apparently this performance moved you to tears as well. Christine Aguilera paying tribute to Whitney Houston and the the 25th anniversary of the Bodyguard soundtrack, which you may remember Michelle Visage is on that. Track nine. (laughs) Soundtrack, track nine. Um, I love crying. It's not hard to get me to cry. I probably cried three times today. Um, oh my God. I was like, I was, I'm preparing, I'm emotionally preparing for the Call Me By Your Name release this Friday. Yeah. And so I was like listening to some of that music, but I love crying. I thought this was performance was great. People thought out otherwise. I know. It was like a lot of people online were saying she flopped. Um, well, also, like, it's hard to sing Whitney. But Whitney said, if anyone can do it, it's Christina. Well, that was, like, a long time ago, 10 years ago. And then also, Whitney's family requested that Christina do this. It wasn't like she, Christina was like, well, this is what I'm going to do. You know? She should have... Decli- respectfully declined? No, she should have, <laughs> um, please welcome to the stage the Whitney hologram. That was an idea for an, another time <laughs> <laughs> that never saw the light of day, except like someone leaked it. 
Yeah, so the AMAs, no one's going to be talking about these performances in like another two weeks, let alone, they're not like iconic yeah. for the ages performances, sorry. Especially like, where was Dua? N- Preparing for Friday night's show in New York City. Hopefully we are hearing rumors that she's not feeling well. She's canceling her meet and greet for tonight's show to rest her voice. Some of us are not going to Dua Lipa. Some of us are going to two screenings of Call Me By Your Name <laughs> on Friday. <laughs> both both great great options um so, so speaking of great options a great option for all of you would be to not download sony morgan's app now available on the app store on iphone <laughs> well the app is essentially a menu screen of links to different pages on her website and it like links you to the actual website page. Nothing is an app other than the menu. Right. I thought maybe we could like purchase like a Sony Morgan original in app, but no, I have to go to the website and the website's not even like mobile optimized. Yeah. I thought maybe we could play like a flappy toaster, flappy toaster, (laughs) just like bopping up and down or like something where like you have to like, it's like operation where you have to put Sonia's tooth back in (laughs) with a veterinarian's (laughs) tools. Uh, if you go to Sonia's diaries, it links you to toaster oven recipes that she posted on her blog dating back to 2012, the most recent of which was for a toaster oven potato chips. And she opens up this blog post by saying, these are a healthy alternative to store-bought chips that you can make in your toaster. I first had these as a young model in Milan at Vice. Beautiful. I'm gonna try some of those out. Do you, you have, have a, a Do you have a little toaster? Yeah, you do too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to check? <laughs> no, I, I know I have it, but like, I also have a regular oven too, so I could just put it in. Most I feel like most people have a regular oven. Right. I mean, like you use toaster ovens for like a piece of toast, a bagel bite. Yeah, like reheat something. Reheat something. Toast a an English muffin. But like, if you have a full oven, like you cook your meal in there instead yeah she never really explained that to us is it for like college students like it's never gonna happen so it doesn't matter well yeah i I was so excited like we were talking about this pre-show i was so excited for the possibility of like the toaster oven just coming back Mm -hmm. in conversation due to the app linking to this but i think then i suddenly realized it's from 2012 and she just was too lazy to come up with new content. You know what I bet we're going to get on next season? Like a Sony Morgan app launch party. <laughs> I, I just want to like see her and like a bunch of like 20 year old interns watching it go live. <laughs> like watching the numbers or something. It's like when they film Kylie watching yeah, it, except it'll be like three instead of like 40 billion. Yeah. So, that's so anyways, check it out on the app yeah, store. Check it out free. Free app. Yeah. Did you did you sign up via Facebook or did you sign up via... I continued as guest. Oh, I like connected something <laughs> oh to it. Oh my god. <laughs> now she knows your name and number. Okay. Uh, this TMZ video. The most important, life-changing, life-altering video you will ever watch. Yeah. It's... David Foster and Kelly Dodd. Well, it's first it's David Foster. It's first David Foster, yeah. And then like you see an interaction between him and then a woman you will recognize as Kelly, but like it the TMZ photographer is quick to just 
stay on David for this. Yeah, which is interesting. And he's sitting in his car, and the TMZ photographer asked him, like, some weird question about Charles Manson. Oh, it was whether the place Charles Manson is buried should be politicized. Publicized? Politicized? I don't remember. The TMZ guy was asking David so many weird questions that had nothing to do with anything. Yeah. Like, it was clear that David's not particularly in the news for anything other than... Catherine McPhee. Which he was not asked about? They should have asked if he watched Yolanda on the season finale of Project Runway. You did. (laughs) I know. I love Project Runway in 2017. Um, So then anyways, as they're asking this, if you look behind him, Kelly Dodd starts to open the door to his car and starts to get into the passenger seat. And then, like, David notices and turns around and says, no, what what are you doing? Get out. (laughs) And, like... The thing that's most interesting, and he's, like, really worried about the photographers capturing, like, a woman getting into his yeah. car with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he has no idea who she is, but she's a woman, and, like, he doesn't want people to think he's with a different woman, which mm-hmm. is interesting, but also, like, he has sort of a reputation as, like, a, a playboy asshole, mm-hmm. so... And as Kelly's getting into the car, she says, you're gonna have another housewife. <laughs> <laughs> But then what's interesting is it's not like they were somewhere together because they, they acknowledged each other in the parking lot at before he was getting into the car. Mm-hmm. Like they waved at each other and then she walked away and then somehow decided to come back and get into the car. Yeah, it seemed like Kelly had said something to him as they were both leaving the restaurant at a similar time. Like, yeah. Eh, housewives. Um, and so David's spokesperson released a statement to TMZ and said, in today's environment, what Kelly did was careless, inappropriate, and disrespectful. <laughs> David drove away in his car alone and shaken. Same. The video and her remarks speak for itself. And then Kelly told TMZ, and what is one of my most favorites statements to ever be released to press. I was with my friends, Heather McDonald and Leah black. And I was joking when I said he needs a new housewife. I guess he didn't find it funny, Mm. but Leah black and Kelly dot Leah black. So in the mix. So like, let's add Leah black to OC. Let's get Taylor Armstrong to OC. Now that we found out that Taylor Armstrong lives next door to Vicky Gunvalson. Yes. Like what we need these players back in our lives. That's crazy that that has not come to fruition. I know. I tried to Google it. They've been, they've been in like things together, like Instagram posts together. But what I heard was that Taylor lives next to Vicky and her and Kelly saw each other at like a jewelry party that was at Vicky's house Mm -hmm. recently, which is like so weird that Vicky would host something like that and have it not be filmed. Yeah. Like who has jewelry parties? I think we have plenty to talk about with OC and potential casting during this reunion episode that we'll get to. Okay. So let's put a pin in this for a moment because I do want to talk more about Taylor. Okay, let's go to the Hamptons. Let's go to the Hamptons, along with Architectural Digest, which is just really like hitting the checkboxes of every New York housewife at this point. Yeah, we got Carol Carol. Radzivill. We we had Andy Cohen. Oh, Andy Cohen isn't a New York housewife, but I see what you're going for. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he does live in New York and is in the cinematic universe as we are as well. So, (laughs) that's an interesting argument to make. Um, so Luann was profiled, Luann's Southampton home was profiled. It's in Southampton, right? 
one of the Hamptons. I think it's Southampton. Okay. Was profiled in Architectural Digest. The pictures were like nothing we haven't seen. Yeah, of that nothing house. to get too excited over because most of it was like the kitchen dining room area, which we are very familiar with. Like we an had, outdoor shot too. We've had three seasons. Three seasons, correct? With this. Um, I mean, that's the kitchen where Carol and, and Adam, Adam met. met, and yeah. they've been together for quite some time. Yeah, and it was when Bethany came back. It was that weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the B is back. Um, so, it was nothing new, but there were some great little um, tidbits. She was talking about hosting parties, and she said, as her guest list, Stella Seps says, there is one invitee who reigns over all the others. Your wingman. Your wingman. Oh my <laughs> that god. Was, no. was that your Luan impersonation? <laughs> to Della Seps, this someone this is someone who can act as a second hostess when she is otherwise occupied or who will lend a hand in the kitchen without being asked. She's the second life of the party, she explains. Her top choice, Dorinda is good at hosting. Dorinda, you can plop right in the middle and she's comfortable and happy with it. She says of the real housewives in New York castmate, Dorinda Medley, who joined the cast on season seven. Meanwhile, while we may not always be able to pick our family, we do get to pick friends and we can opt not to invite the ones back who arrive late, are not helpful, and get drunk. De La Sepp said succinctly, tactfully not naming any names, Sonia Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> well, you include the Sonia Morgan part. Um, also a little earlier in the, in the interview, Luann gives this recipe for making Brussels sprouts, which is really the most basic Brussels sprouts recipe you could come up with. Dan can cook anything better than anyone. No. He I, makes better pasta I, than Joanne Trattoria. He makes better Brussels sprouts than Luann. True. I mean, she said just cut the Brussels sprouts in half, oil, salt, pepper, bacon, and her special touch was cinnamon, which I think a better twist on Brussels sprouts is using fish sauce. A, fish, a fishy Brussels sprout is... Chef kiss. Look that up. Don't sleep on it, fam. Uh, Feel free to sleep on that. <laughs> okay. Fam. Let's move on to Phaedra Parks, who recently got a contract with Wilhelmina Models, now that she has a little bit more time on her hands. Like, inexplicably. Yes. Who's looking for her? The picture that was used to make this big announcement is a fright. Mm-hmm. It's just... I mean, she looks great, but it's just like... Don't shame women for their looks. No, I said it looks great. <laughs> I'm not shaming anything, but it's just like scary, a scary pose. It's like very windswept. She's like puckering, like up for the camera, which doesn't seem like very modely to me. But anyway, let me carry on. Uh, <laughs> in the announcement, there it's there's a new model in town, Phaedra Parks. Though she may no longer be on the cast of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, the five foot one, which Side note, amazing model credentials right there. I know. Entrepreneur has added a new job to her resume. That's right. She's not just a lawyer and a mortician. She's now signed on with Wilhelmina Models, too. Stylish caught up with the accomplished reality TV star to get the exclusive scoop on her newest role, her revenge body, and how she feels about stripping down, who her modeling inspirations are, and more. Check out the interview and the Diana Ross-inspired <laughs> shots below. So they asked... Who are your biggest modeling inspirations? And she says, of course, Naomi Campbell. She has everything. So fierce. Also, Nicki Minaj. She's done such a great job reinventing herself and changing the standards of beauty. And she's a big supporter of me. Like, modeling inspiration, Nicki Minaj? Nicki Minaj is a rapper. She, I believe, like, partnered with either Sephora or MAC Cosmetics. 
because I've seen her plastered on the side of some buildings oh. for one of those makeup places. Mm. Uh, <laughs> makeup places. Yeah. So uh, Stylish asks, how are the businesses? And she says, being a mortician is a passion of mine and everything I'm passionate about, I just dive right in. This is our peak season, actually. The peak season from deaths is from Halloween to around Valentine's Day. So we're very busy. People are going to going to glory pretty regularly. <laughs> I'm directing a few funerals this weekend. I know it's morbid, but I love being the final party planner. I wonder if she needs a wing woman at that <laughs> party as well. It's, can we go back to the peak deaths are around from Halloween to Valentine's Day? Like, is that like a statistic that like checks out? I know. I don't. I know that there's more murders in like the summertime, but that's not obviously <laughs> all deaths. Why? Because like, like people are hot and like. They go crazy. It's like everyone's all antsy. That's why I hate summer. I know. We're going to get murdered next summer. <laughs> I know. Let's just like move to Antarctica. We'll never get murdered. The cold never <laughs> bothered me anyways. But like, I need to look that up because that is a wild statement. Yeah. Although maybe people's like bodies get weaker dealing with the cold. So then they die of like natural causes more. I guess. I don't think this checks out. Yeah. Feel free to call us Phaedra. I wish we had like a stat. A stat boy. Oh my God. <laughs> I, you know who I should ask? Um, I should ask friend to the show julie Giragosian. remember she sent us the voice memo once oh Connor. Yeah, yeah yeah she grew up in a funeral home mm, so she would know so she anyone. would actually know yeah i'm gonna text her later okay so we are a few weeks away from beverly hills at this point <laughs> so we got a call from hillary which you could call us as well at 747 Seven one seven four seven freak. <laughs> yep. And uh, let's take a listen to her now. Hey guys, this is Hillary calling to share some news from my local newspaper. Um, so I'm from Hilton Head, South Carolina, and my local newspaper, The Island Packet, has a prolific Facebook presence where people are always popping off in the comments. But anyway, they shared an article today um, that's actually relevant to Come Through Please Interest. So. Um, they post an article that Teddy Mellencamp, whatever her married last name is, I don't care, um, is going to be on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So um, pretty exciting. I have no idea, like, what she'll be like on the show, but John Cougar Mellencamp, like, lived in my town, and so anyway, his daughters also obviously did. Um, so I guess this gal has moved out to Beverly Hills and is going to be um, hopefully doing something interesting because... We all know that nobody else in that program knows how to do their job. Um, so anyway, we'll see. But Hilton Head um, is also home of Shep from um, Southern Charm, which I don't watch because it's weird. But um, anyway, so can't wait to see what uh, my fellow hometown friend, absolutely not my friend, Teddy Mellencamp, um, has to do for us on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, and most importantly, I can't wait to see what, like, these random moms from my town comment on the festival. All right. Have a good night, guys. Bye. All right. Thank you, Hillary. Nice endorsement for Hilton Head Island in South Carolina. And a, a possible Shep connection. They're actually, like, contemporaries. Like, oh. they're both in their late 30s. From... Shep is in his late 30s? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. 
How old did you think he was? I don't know, mid thirties. He's definitely over the thirty-five hump. Mm. I want to say. I trust you. You're like obsessed with people's ages. I just like to think of it in relationship to myself. You think? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like to get perspective mm-hmm. on things and where people are in their lives. Okay, but um, Teddy Mellencamp and Hilton Head. Do you have any? thoughts on the matter well i have vacationed a lot in hilton head as a youth um i like to relate everything to myself too oh okay um (laughs) i checked out the island packet facebook it's a pretty active facebook page are they hooting and hollering about teddy mellencamp um there's a lot of people who claim to have babysat her in the past Mm. someone named kelly said i used to babysit her when she was four and then Someone named Molly, oh, those are my, two of my sister's names, um, used to babysit for them and ride horses with them. Wow, does this mean we're getting old? That's interesting, because I would imagine, since her dad was, like, a famous rich person, that she would have had, like, one steady nanny, rather than these women coming out of the woodwork as babysitters. I guess, but he's, like, I don't know, he's from, like, a different world than, like, the people who have nannies. This is South Carolina. It's, like... Did she recently moved to Beverly Hills? Or was she like bopping around in South Carolina all this time? I guess you'll have to tune in to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills mm. to find out. You know, I'm like not excited for Teddy at all. I hate when they add like a young one. Yeah. Like give me 50 or nearing 50 <laughs> and yes. I'm good. And you're good. I like. I won't go on another rant about like how Shannon Bedore and uh, Dorinda should be the model for all new hires. But... Yeah, because we know at this point. Yeah. Okay, shall we move on to the few shows that aired this week? Dallas is gone. New Jersey's not airing this week. Which you had some thoughts about New Jersey. I just thought like, like I get people might be traveling on the Wednesday, but that before Thanksgiving, but also like, I feel like a lot of people are like really hunkering down to like get cozy and bake some pies. But you know what? I never, I never like tuned into this train of thought, but people on Wednesday, I think like to go and hang out at the local bar with like friends they grew up with. Oh, that's a good point. I never was in that camp because like, I moved mid high school, so like where my parents live are not like where anyone I know I guess lives. I haven't been home for Thanksgiving in years, but yeah. um I guess when I did we did do that because my sisters all worked at that bar at one point. So like yeah, I guess that's a thing, but still. Yeah. Who that's for like when you're in your twenties, right? Yeah. Like, I, I can't imagine were... like Going home to like run run home to go see people on Wednesday night. I mean, it's like nice to I. That's like the theory if like you're in town for like a whole week. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It feels like oh, you need to get out of the house like because you've been hanging around mom and dad and the dogs mm. the entire time. Like, let's go unload and have a drink. But yeah. like, who goes for the whole week? Who are you people? Yeah, I know. Thanksgiving really snuck up on me this year, mm. and I'm usually jazzed about the holidays, but I feel like they're coming at me too fast. Yeah, well, luckily you have a longer period of time between Thanksgiving and Christmas this year. Oh, we do? Sometimes like Thanksgiving is like right bopping at the end of November, and right now it's only like the 22nd. I also don't understand who people who like travel like a long way for both of them. Mm. That like, seems crazy to me. Yeah. Like, if I were to go home to Georgia, 
for Thanksgiving and then go home to Georgia for Christmas. I'm not going for either. But, like, that would seem like so much. Yeah. Like, two, like traveling to the same place twice is a lot. But I think if you're, like, going to one place for Thanksgiving and one place at Christmas, that's, like, more digestible. Right. Yeah. But Scared Famous? We're still in the Hollywood... <laughs> Halloween spirit? Yeah, I think that's throwing me off, too. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> like you're stuck in Halloween. I still want to be in Halloween with Scared Famous because I, y'all are all sleeping on it. Um, Dan didn't actually watch last night's episode. Sorry for exposing you. Or Monday's I episode. I know, but I, like, educated myself on the spoilers. I watched the clips I need to see. I got gave you the gist of what happened. Basically, Alaska is having her star turn. Yeah. Everything she's been doing this week is insane and incredible. She basically, like, this is what we've talked about this show. Like, I'm not sure who was told to act and, like, play along with it. Like, or if she's doing this on her own, like, fruition because she's bored or, like... Well, the first few episodes, we barely saw Alaska. Mm -hmm. And now this episode, we have her in two different possessed scenes. Yeah, she... The first one is the name of this episode, Jinxa Monsuna. <laughs> which was brilliant. She had like a fucking full-on demonic possession breakdown, which was good in its own right. And then like, I didn't notice till I saw it on Twitter today that in part of her breakdown, she says, Jinxa Monsuna. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then she has another possession thing where she dresses up like a clown, which is, they had been... Attacked by clowns a few times earlier in the episode, mm-hmm. um, but she then does it, and it's it's just all really good. Yeah. Sadly, we lost Drita, though, this episode. That did make me sad, but nobody ever really leaves. Yeah. Because they make them come back and do these, like, things where like they're ghosts. Them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, It's so... It's such an unwell show, but, like, I would recommend it if you just want to watch, like, trash. Yeah. And I would also recommend VH1, like, do more VH1 Cinematic Universe stuff. Yeah, I will say, like, watching this show sort of makes me want to maybe pop into Love and Hip Hop or, like, other shows where these people are from. Because there's some people who I've grown to like. Yeah. And it's definitely more interesting than... What was it? What was that? Oh, uh, Drag Academy. Drag again. Drag you? Drag you. That's what that's what <laughs> Like I, I watched like an episode of that and I was like, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, it's it's also good to it's good to see our people out of their normal habitats. Habitats. Um and then you popped into Trixie, Trixie and Katya. Katya. Yeah. And it's good, I think. I'll watch it again. Yeah, I think some of their strongest stuff is the man on the street stuff. Yeah. Like when they have to get out of their like normal element. Mm-hmm. I think it's makes it interesting. Yeah, I think they're gonna like they need to have more than just the two of them talking mm-hmm. every episode for thirty minutes, which is why the man on the street and then Bob coming in like asking them a question. Yeah, let's like involve everyone. Yeah, just bring everyone. Bring the beat in. <laughs> yes, Beyonce. Remember that? Line? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah. Scared Famous 10 out of 10 would recommend so unwell, so good. Let's get to Atlanta. Yeah, which was a little bit of a filler queen. A filler queen, even though Nini was back this week and she was absent last week. I mean, to cut to the chase, next week's episode is the one that we're all waiting for. 
Yeah. The white party that we reported on in this show once upon a time at some point. Probably. We've yeah. seen a clip of it. Yeah. Kenya gets transphobic, but we'll talk about that more next week. Yeah. Um, do, 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 do. So the big theme for this week's episode was Sheree's throwing a party for Thelma, and it's Thelma's 70th birthday, so they're doing a 70s theme. Yeah. I want to say something about Sheree, though. I enjoy... I think I probably said this last week, too, and it was driven home again this week. I enjoy her being, like... In the mix. In but the mix, can't... the commentary. I don't, like... I'm not interested in watching her carry a scene. Yeah, though, I like seeing all her kids together. I liked, like, them shopping and, like, all the kids coming in. I don't even know who her kids are. Cairo, I know Cairo. I know Cairo, obviously, but how many does she have? She's three. Two daughters and a son. Yeah, the two daughters, I really can't keep straight. The daughters... One of the daughters is, like, our age. Which makes... Like, the fact that, like, fucking Teddy Mellencamp, who's not that much older than us, is, like, joining another housewife show. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Cynthia's date real quick. Okay. The, the more age-appropriate He was really handsome, but I feel like she really... She went on one date, then she, like, dove deep. And every scene she was in after that, she was telling people about this guy Will. Yeah. Like, as if he's, like, the one... Yeah. Which she might be the one. Do we know if she's dating anyone? Mm, I don't know. Hmm. Um, did you notice that Nini's house looked very similar in the backyard and then in the kitchen to Cardell- Kardashian homes? No. Like, she had a very similar setup in the backyard with, like... Large... Places yeah, to sit. Large places to sit. And, like, you know how some of their homes have, like... The grass, it like will go grass, concrete, ga- grass, concrete, mm-hmm. and like some sort of pattern. She had that. It looked very California in the back. And then the kitchen, she had big jars full of, cookies? of. It wasn't cookies. It was like other kinds of snacks, mm-hmm. but it was very, it read. She Car- took a page. Kardashian from... light to me. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. Her pot, I don't care about like Greg's Greg. dying. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, she's well, alive, right? He's still yeah, alive. he's alive. Yeah. yeah. He's, spoiler alert, he's fine. Yeah. Um, I thought the the most interesting part of this episode was the Portia and her sister plot point. Yeah. Which I can't tell if they are making up the fight or not. Cause like, it feels very real and it feels like, and like I legitimately could imagine in real life Portia like mistreating her sister. Yeah. Well, first of all, that meeting with those guys who were trying to help her open this salon and they were like, what's your business model? And Portia doesn't know what the fuck a business model <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. Well, she's like, she woke up that morning before the meeting with the business consultants and was like, I think I want to open a salon. <laughs> <laughs> like no rhyme or reason, no experience. I do like the, I like a couple of things. I like this is something new. We haven't really seen mm-hmm. this plot line except for Lauren Manzo. And then I like the possibility of down the road, Tabitha Coffee coming in at some yeah. point. She needs to take it over. And whipping people into shape. <laughs> Which was like, that was a great show. Why'd that get canceled? I don't know. What, what is she doing? Is I she, she I thought she was like still floating around every now and then. Like she was definitely on Watch Robin's Live, I want to say, in the past 12 months. You think? Maybe I'm just like dreaming this up in my brain. Mm. I bet she's got like some, some sort of skeletons in her closet. You think like she and Andy like had it out or something? 
Well, we heard that Andy isn't that respectful towards women from Kathy Griffin. I'm just kidding. I'm oh kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. Her sister just wants to be paid. Yeah. Well, she's doing like all the work. Porsche's getting all the money. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand the part with like if Porsche's like ponying up all the money to make this happen, then of course she's going to get like a share. Mm-hmm. But like obviously when when you're doing that and like the other person's doing the day of the day physical work and stuff, like right. you're, it's going to be hard to meet eye to eye. Yeah. On this. She should call up Lisa Vanderpump, see how she does it. Well, like Lisa's not working with her sister. I, but they've worked together for so long that they're basically sisters. Who, who has worked with Lisa and, um, and like the, what's her face and yeah. Guillermo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie. That's it. Natalie. Um, I did like the Sheree's party planner went missing plotline. <laughs> I like how the party planner was like, this isn't a good environment for me. <laughs> so good luck. Um, I do like that Sheree seems to be like living in the chateau. Oh, yeah. I feel like there were rumors at the end of last year where it was like, oh, she doesn't actually live there. I drive by all the time and like the lights are always off. Yeah. Well, she might have, like, still been doing work at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also liked when we were at the candy factory dragging Portia. <laughs> I did like that. But, like, how does candy just get away with, like, fucking filming at the candy factory 20 times a season? Candy can do whatever she wants. Bravo's throwing shows at her. They are throwing... She doesn't even actually want a fucking show. And <laughs> Yeah, I haven't tuned into escape still kicking it yet i don't i'm not sure i will i don't know the only thing that's like making me maybe want to binge it one weekend is like it's being brought up in the season like she's talking about like practicing with the girls Mm -hmm. and like don juan is bringing it up so it's basically like it's like a chloe and kim take something or yeah and then it's cameron who's leaving to go Open up an insurance company. <laughs> oh, I don't know the other one's names. Yeah. Aside from Don Juan. Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about oh. the candy factory people. Oh. Oh, I don't know. You were you were not paying close attention to that scene. Yeah, like uh, once we're at the candy factory, <laughs> you know, you check it's out. like ugh. Mm. It's like there's always these people there that like I don't really know who they are, but they're presented as like matter of factly. Like yeah. move some more of the filming to old lady gang. I would like to see what's going on there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I love old lady gang. Same. I want to go next time I'm in Atlanta. And then um we saw Kenya's husband's clothes in her closet with the tags still on them. And we, King Pete on her wedding dress. We were gonna go to Soko, the restaurant that he owns here in Brooklyn. Can't get a reservation. We there were only reservations for 10 p.m. on Saturday. So apparently, so we y'all have the same idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we'll make our way there eventually. Yeah, maybe we should try brunch next time. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else that we need to care about for Atlanta? No, truly like a filler episode. Thelma's party looked fun. Everyone seemed to be getting along and dancing. Um. We did get two of Nini's like trailer se- trailer moments in this episode. I noticed her dancing, and oh. also like I forget what she said when she entered the party. But what's up, you jive turkeys? Yeah. 
Okay. So Orange County. I am still swinging from the chandelier over this episode. He's in fact sitting in a metal chair, <laughs> and there's actually not a chandelier here, even Inside. though he looked up. <laughs> there, I mean, there's like a track lighting swinging, swinging from, from the, the track, track lighting. Okay, I'm gonna say this might have been the best OC reunion episode I could even think of in my brain. Yeah, I agree. Everyone was was involved. We get, like, Megan King Edmonds comes alive. She is awake. She's <laughs> wide awake. Aspen got a good night's sleep the night before because she is ready. Yeah, so we start out with, like, fun hijinks moments, which I like. I like us setting the scene with some, like, yeah. levity at first. That's nice. We get conversations about Peggy not understanding things. She thought you go to a gallery and you eat peanuts. <laughs> I think I missed that one when it initially aired. And then um, one that happened this season that I didn't notice until I heard Kelly Dodd talk about it on something. Apparently someone like said in a conversation, well, like that trumps whatever. Mm-hmm. And Peggy said, let's not get political. <laughs> I missed that too. I must have missed the original and the reunion recap of it. Yeah. Um, I actually don't think it was on the reunion. Oh, it was okay. on an interview I was listening to. <laughs> Let's not get pulled in. <laughs> Same. Same. Uh, and then, this is the part where Megan goes buck wild. Talking about Lydia, Lydia's performance at Hamburger Mary's. I loved this. Um... I loved that Shannon retweeted a tweet calling Lydia homophobic. But it, wa- it wasn't. Like, they showed the tweet, and it wasn't, like, saying Lydia's homophobic. But it was implying. No, yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, I think it's one thing to, like, say this is what was said. It wasn't like the person said Lydia is homophobic. It was just dragging, like, Lydia's yeah. behavior at Hamburger Mary's. Yeah, but I, I liked it because I, I like when some people tweet, not Dallas. Yeah. Uh, and then Lydia was like, oh, was I not laughing enough? And the girls were saying, we have the most fun on this day. And they only showed like a few minutes of our whole day there. Mm-hmm. And you were like this the whole time. <laughs> and she ran into the bathroom at one point. Yeah. God, her as Charlie Chaplin is still the most un- unwell thing. And, you know... I think we had this conversation last time, how the Hamburger Marys, you believe it was the one in West Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And I, upon second glance, I think you might be right. But to be honest, when you're in there, like the setup is like of no, nothing you've ever seen before. I know that I was right. So you can't play this like, you might be right game because I know for a fact. Oh, have, like, <laughs> did you call Hamburger because Marys? Because they said it on the episode that it aired. Okay. But in my defense, the setup in there is really crazy. Uh-huh. There's like high tops, there's a stage, there's a bar, there's this. Like nothing makes any sense. Your LA report was not good enough. <laughs> I'm this sorry. Time. Maybe I'll do an LA report. I'm going there in like two days. Mm. By two days, I mean two weeks. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay, and then we get the conversation of Shannon and Kelly making up. Mm-hmm. And Kelly says, Shannon's a good person. She makes me laugh. I just like her. And I just like 
My heart grew. Apparently they were... Remember when Kelly first appeared on Watch What Happens Live this season? The first time, not the second uh, time with uh, Kelly. Okay. Not with Leanne. Apparently her and Shannon were friends back then. Like, Shannon sent Kelly a dress. This was all on another interview that I listened to. Kelly, Shannon sent Kelly an Isaac Mizrahi dress because she was appearing with Isaac Mizrahi. Uh-huh. And then... Kelly didn't end up wearing it because she didn't think she looked good in it or whatever. And then, like, Shannon called her out for that. Like, not publicly, but, like... Like, angrily? Like, why didn't you wear my dress or whatever? Okay. So, they're, they're like, friend, they're like more friends than we thought they were. Now? Yeah, like, after the season filmed. But like, oh, yeah, yeah. But I think, like, back then, Kelly was still having... Playing the role of, like... Oh. Like, the season's still going on, so... Yeah, they do that a lot. That, like... I don't think only Kelly does that. Like, when they go and watch What Happens Live, they walk the tightrope of, like, trying to only talk about things that have aired so far and acting like they're still in that emotional space. Yeah, you know, some people are better at it than others. You know who's really bad at that? Melissa Gorga always is like, you'll have to watch and see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, shut the fuck up. I don't even want you on Watch What Happens Live. You've already (laughs) been on twice this season. (laughs) Well, when it comes to New York and New Jersey, like... Give they me, always got someone give on. Give me Carol Radswell again. Uh, like, I love an off-season Carol <laughs> yeah, Radswell appearance. I love an off-season Sonia Morgan appearance. Oh my god. Because it never makes any sense. <laughs> and she's usually, like, drunker than she is when it's, like, during the season. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> um, where were we? Okay. Okay. Tamara? We get into the Tamara shit. Which, like, also was like very high stakes high emotional yeah well first of all ryan and sarah have been split for six weeks as of the reunion taping and she has a new boyfriend and everyone was like i bet they what if sarah ends up on next season no 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 trash um the tamara and sydney stuff the way she explains it is so it's such a lie. Like, her whole explanation about how she posted an Instagram because she was, like, really emotional in the moment. And that's why she tried to blame it on, like, that Instagram post. But, honey, you filmed right before going to Sydney's graduation. Yes. And she specifically doesn't want to be yes. on the show. Yes. Like, I'm sure you could post anything on fucking Instagram if you got off the damn show. Well, wasn't her reasoning... I, like, I really tried hard to understand it wasn't her reasoning that all these stories were coming out about her and her daughter to the way i remember it is the stories came out once she posted the picture right like no one was talking about tamara and her daughter i think we knew that they were estranged yeah we knew that they were estranged but like also she's probably like a either 18 or about to be 18. Mm-hmm. And at this point, like there's no more court order things. Yeah. She doesn't have to like officially divorce you as a parent anymore. She can just leave. Yeah. Like she doesn't have to like, like go to, there's no custody like arrangement. Like she's just an adult now. So she just really like dug her own grave. Yeah. I, Tamara, as a listener, I wanted to say something to you. <laughs> I think it's time for you to walk 
off this show. You're not providing anything new for the show. There's no interesting Tamara-centric storylines. And you're literally destroying your family. Well, I think at this point, like, the damage is done, so she might as well just stay. (laughs) I mean... I feel like she could fix it if she really got off this show. Mm. Yeah. Go, like, go host, like, a show for, like, fucking the local news. Like, Good Morning OC or whatever they were always Mm. fighting over a couple (laughs) seasons ago with Gretchen and uh, Heather. Yeah. Um, So there's that. So when... Shannon was consoling Tamra. Yeah. There was a close shot of Shannon's hand. Yeah. And the most mangled paint job I've ever seen. You know, it's so interesting because you brought that up and then Michelle Collins posted that on Instagram. And like, unless either of you brought that up, I would have never noticed. Well, because you're usually like have your head down gaming. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, but Shannon tweeted about it right after that. And she yeah. said, believe it or not, I did get a manicure, but I chipped it. Didn't have the same color. So they put something else over. Hashtag nightmare. Hashtag yikes. Hashtag RHOC. Mm. Then the first comment was, I guess everyone noticed. Yeah, we did. Oh, except for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Then we go to Shannon, which this is the part where I definitely teared up. Mm. This is the part which was like the best moments of any reunion episode. Yeah, so they first answered my question about like, I wonder like if David stayed in the house. They both left. They yes. both got their own places. And the kids are living with Shannon, Shannon full time, which was very good to hear. Yeah, but like they wouldn't go with David. But like he's too busy rough muttering no <laughs> but like a lot of times like he would get them for like a night at least yeah. or something and it sounds like that's not the case like they just go hang out with him at football games good fine fine bye david but i think it's good for like it's good for shannon's sanity yeah because like doing that custody stuff can be really hard for a parent and especially with Shannon at her highly emotional state it yeah. wouldn't be good if she would have to give up her kids and then see the kids like doing fun things with their dad without her and that sort of shit hopefully she levels out by the time the girls go away to college yeah because at this point we only have like I feel like they're like either a freshman or I mean, eighth like, grade or something Adeline's knocking on college's door <laughs> the, it's the age it's of Adeline it's the age of Adeline um, one thing that was shocking to me was she said that when she was talking to David or something, she was like, oh, yeah, we've had some good years. We had a couple of amazing years. And, and he said we had a couple of amazing months. And I, my jaw dropped on the floor. He is a piece of, a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, my God. We have a new um, regular uh, segment on this show. It's called Piece of Shit. <laughs> and David is our first piece of shit. <laughs> But, okay, so when they end, they end the scene, and the filming that occurs after the official reunion filming stops is some of the most riveting... It was beautiful. ...stuff we've ever seen. Yeah. First of all, we get Shannon automatically going, I wanted to reach out to you, to Kelly. Yeah. Um, 
which is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. sisterhood. Um, Vicky and uh, Lydia go to eat, or Vicky and Peggy. Well, also, I we kind of skipped over this. Like, this was maybe the most genuine emotional reaction we've ever seen from Vicky. Mm-hmm. She grew a heart. It seemed like she wasn't thinking about herself for the first time in twelve seasons or whatever season mm-hmm. we're on right now. Uh, and when they have the little group. Oh, the group hug is next week. Yeah. Yeah. But that, I think so, yeah. that's also, I don't know, it was just all a lot. So does this mean that we think that there might be, there might be a chance for Vicky? Because like, people have been calling for Vicky Gunvalson's yeah. head all season. Like, yes. everyone wants her off the show. But this reunion really changed everything. Like, yeah. my feelings on the whole season have changed now. But, like, the thing is, like, with Vicky, it's just going to be the same thing. Yeah. Gotta, it's like her and Megan King Edmonds trick us with their reunion performances. It's like, at this point, like, yeah, let's have Megan back on. No, but I thought Megan did okay this season. She no? was a bore. What did she do? Baby Aspen. No, but she was like, she's, she says funny things sometimes, right? And, she, and she's also like our investigator when we need her. She hasn't investigated anything in she, years. She's like just taking a little moment. <laughs> all, all of a sudden, a Megan King Edmonds apologist. I don't know. I just like her try, like taking down Lydia. This this episode really right. put me and on I her side. It's so interesting. Like normally, you would expect her to reference her brother when like bringing down Lydia. Mm-hmm. Because Megan's brother's gay. But that's even better that she doesn't. I know. I'm just thinking of like whenever like Sarah Haynes makes a point about gay people on yeah, she always The View, up. she always brings up her brother. Yeah. I almost would like it if Megan did. Well, maybe Megan's brother doesn't want her to, and she's listening to him unlike Tamara. That's true, but like, then we could have, oh, who's your brother, Megan? Oh, he happens to be the co-owner of <laughs> Carol ba- Radzivell Talk. Oh, baby Radzivell King. <laughs> God. I can't believe we haven't had an OC New York crossover yet. <laughs> Megan and Carol hanging out with fucking one of the babies. <laughs> All of the babies. All of the babies. I, I guess OC never does like New York trips, do they? They don't leave Orange County. Or- except for their like vacation. Yeah, they either go like really far away or Mexico. Mm-hmm. Or LA. Yeah. That L.A. to O.C. thing is so confusing, you know? Oh, yeah. I, I, the geography out there, don't ask me a question. It's like two hours. <laughs> uh, okay. We, with the whole Taylor Armstrong thing, bring on Taylor. Okay. And obviously keep Shannon and Kelly. Keep Megan at this point. What's... We gotta get and like, we can get rid of Peggy. Mm-hmm. The fights that Lydia finds herself in are like waking me up during the show. So like, even though I I'm not cheering for her, I think it might make sense to keep Lydia. What about Debro? Bring back Debro. Yes. Do you think we should like wait a season and bring back Debro later? Alex and I watched last night an Entertainment Tonight interview, I think it was, 
with Debro and her older daughter. The older daughter was preparing at some place called like Whiskey A Go Go in LA because Terry's brother was like the lead of some band mm-hmm. and he passed away and she was performing like to honor him. It was something. like a big band. Yeah. And Entertainment Tonight interviewed Heather with her daughter standing there talking about Housewives. And she's like, oh. And she was like, oh, you know, it was the right time to take a break. But, you know, because we have all these things going on. We got Heather's Closet. We got another book coming out. We got, she just listed off two other things. But she said, she was like, oh, but, you know, never say never to coming back. I don't know. I would like her back because I would like to. I felt like when she had her, she had her podcast, and I feel oh, like yeah, she mentioned the podcast is one of the activities when the show was on. Like you could go to her podcast for like little like behind the scenes snippets, Tidbits. nothing yeah. like big, but like just like interesting little things where she'd be like, "Oh, this is how why this happened. This is why yeah. this happened," and like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, bring back Heather DeBro. Bring on Taylor Armstrong. I think it's Taylor's just been like waiting for a moment, waiting in the wings, waiting for someone to raise up a camera near her and Kennedy. <laughs> and if she truly lives next to Vicky Gunvalson, amazing. Like, bring in Gina for like a fucking pool party. We didn't see a split second of Gina this year. We didn't. Not even a split. Not even a split. Yeah, second. we did. She was at Vicky's birthday. Yep. Oh, she was? Yep. Yes. This episode, this season was 84 years you long. You need to open your eyes. You're <laughs> fucking too busy looking down at a game console okay, every okay, single okay. time. Well, well, we still have, we have one more part, which is very interesting too, given how like good this reunion is going. I think maybe like trimming the fat is working. Good. Dallas only got two parts. Yeah. And it seems like New Jersey's going to have a short season from what we are hearing. Yeah, Siggy Flicker said something about, like, everything comes to a reckoning on December 20th or something. (laughs) I don't know. She's unwell. Yeah, because I guess they would have to film... They would have to film before the holidays, the reading regardless, for that show. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll have to wait and see. Okay. Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. The Freak of the Week this week is something I stumbled upon during my Sonia Morgan app investigation. If you go to the app developer in the app store, you see other apps they've made. They made a very similar app to Sonia for Conor McGregor, who's like that boxer who everyone was hooting and hollering about a few months ago. And he's homophobic. And he's homophobic or racist or both. (gasps) No, wasn't it that he was the racist and the other one was homophobic? Yeah, so it's like, pick your poison. And then... So it was him, and then this app developer made an app for Marisol Patton. <laughs> like, who's clamoring for the Marisol app? Like, I wanna, I'm wondering, like, how are the Sonia numbers compared to the Marisol numbers? I, I would say that all of the numbers are probably bad. Um... <laughs> but then the Marisol app, one of the menu items is Marisol's Portraits. And I thought it was going to be, like, still art or something. Oh, I assumed, like, headshots or something. It's a link to Getty Images' website 
of tagged pictures in Marisol Ben. <laughs> so unwell. It's like, how did they come up with this? Truly the freak of the week. Truly the freak of the week. And like, we need an update on um, fucking... Mama Elsa? Mama Elsa, where is she? How is she? Is she well? I don't think she's well. I hope she is. It's like, we haven't heard from Barbara Walters in a while. Oh, we, I, I think about that a lot, actually. Yeah. Especially with Liz Smith passing away recently. They were like lunch buddies. Yeah. Okay. Brennan, who is our one true queen? So, for probably like the fifth week in a row. I mean, I feel like we've given it to her a lot. Yeah. But um, Bethany Frankel, because Vulture ran an article just called Bethany Frankel for President. Yes. And it was just about like everything going on in Bethany's very busy world right now. Mm-hmm. So, um... Um, she talks about Hurricane Maria in it, and she said, I was sitting at home and I was thinking, everyone's saying you can't go there, Frankel recalled. And I'm thinking, you can't go there. If they don't have anything and you can't go there, then you've got to go there. Mm-hmm. And then this part was my favorite. Mm-hmm. They tweet at her in droves, blessing her efforts, thanking her for her work, cheering her on. In one exchange, a fam quotes one of her Puerto Rico tweets with the familiar, nothing but respect for my president meme. It's a phrase Frankel had seen fly through her Twitter mentions over and over, and she finally responded, not understanding that it had been meant as a compliment. I thought they were saying, great, Bethany, what you're doing, but I have respect for my president. What he's doing is amazing, <laughs> Frankel explains. She now knows that it's meant to be flattering to her, but, she, but says she finds the, that equally unnerving. In the beginning, people were saying, oh my God, you're doing more than the president. I don't really want to put be put in that category she continues i don't want people fighting over politics on my page bethany does not want to be president i know because she's tweeted it and also because i asked her things can change bethany mm-hmm. and like if you think about it and you think about incriminating things on these shows yeah and like what can come back to bite someone in the ass Bethany hasn't really done anything that's super embarrassing. Mention it all. Mention it all. <laughs> I mean, that's like the worst she's done. Yeah. But like, I on mean, on a waterbed. She's like, <laughs> oh my God. Ramona Singer is going to be running opposition research for Bethany. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, Bethany for president. Okay. And then before we close out the show, we have one. Last call. Oh, yeah. From frequent guest, Pichlarm, uh, with a good... Whereas Dan calls him Doug. <laughs> Nothing but respect for Doug. Uh, so this is a, an appropriate question for the holiday Thanksgiving season. So let's take a listen. Hey, y'all. It's P. I was just listening to last week's episode, and Brendan was talking about how much she loves roses and thorns as a way to sort of Unite a family, and Brendan, I was just wondering, for all of your time doing the podcast, what is your rose and what is your form? Thank you. So, Brendan, what's your rose and thorn for doing this little podcast? I would no, s- note that he didn't ask me, just you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares what you think. Mm. I think my rose actually came just the other week when. We were, um, as acknowledged in the uh, Watch What Happens Live, Real Housewives canon, yeah. with our mention um, on that show, mm-hmm. in a question to Shannon Bedore, 
And I would say the thorn is every time I have to leave here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you having to fit <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> um, my thorn is anytime Dan wants to talk about Demi Lovato or Dua Lipa. <laughs> Dua Lipa this Friday. See you guys he there, fam. Really has a way of like driving something. Like I'll see you guys in the merch line. So much and just driving it and driving it and driving it <laughs> to the point where there's no way I could enjoy Dooley. Yes, now. you can. You enjoy There's her. no fucking way because he's ruined it for me. Well, that's it th- this for this week, guys. <laughs> Hope you all have a very happy Thanksgiving. Thanks living. Thanks living. Um, enjoy a regular week if you're living internationally. You can always call us with um, your thoughts on anything. Yeah. Um, at 71747freak and we might air it here yeah we might not uh but keep it brief and so it's easy for us to respond to <laughs> um and then also go follow us on um twitter and facebook and instagram and um i think we can announce right here that later this week we will be starting the very first come through queen facebook group yeah we have the facebook page where you could find in like links to the episode and announcements and blah, blah 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 but people have been clamoring for a facebook group so we'll get on that yeah um and yeah thank you yeah so like comment subscribe part share retweet love us love us please retweet see you next week bye, bye. Come through, Queen. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.